Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Industry Tactics. Friendly Rich here after a nice break. Been to New Orleans twice and and uh, and and to Louisville and some other fine places promoting my new record, Man Out of Time on We Are Busybodies. If you haven't checked it yet, go to FriendlyRich.com and uh, we got new t-shirts and I'll be announcing a bunch of different live dates coming up. So really excited about that. Thank you for all the love you've been sharing online and in person. Whew, uh, got sick there for a little bit, so pardon my silence. Uh, but if you have perfect pitch, you could probably hear it a little bit in my voice still, but I am delighted to be back with you. Um, want to thank our syndicators every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from uh, CFRU out in Guelph, one of my favorite cities. We have had their support for a while. want to thank Christopher and all of our friends out there for, uh, for the support in syndicating these interviews. And um, on, on Industry Tactics today... None other than a, a bit of a kindred creative soul. I've known him for a, uh, known of his work for about a year, and it was a real delight to kind of get into his mind a little bit of the creative process and how he approaches his work. Um, talking about none other than the funk wizard, Chalky from L.A. This is episode number 166 of Industry Tactics. Thank you so much for your support. I really hope you enjoy this, and we'll, we'll talk soon. at the background that we've got here we've got zebra skinned what do you got back there what is that a blanket a zebra blanket this is a, a zebra blanket uh because to protect my couch we yeah. both have we both have acoustic guitars lying around there's an acoustic bass back there and yeah, yeah there's good. my record player and records beautiful and stuff like that. beautiful beautiful scenery where do we <laughs> find you on this fine day west hollywood california which is there where I'm, I'm living now i never thought i'd live here yeah. But uh, it was actually cheaper than Oakland, where I moved from. So there you go. Oh wow, wow, wow! That's <laughs> you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, life is crazy right now. Uh, I'm from Los Angeles originally. Mm -hmm. I was gone in the Bay for about thirteen years, but now I'm back home, and okay. I like it. I like it here. Right on, right on. Uh, so you're you're originally from? Uh, you grew up in L.A. Born and raised in the San Fernando Valley. Oh yeah, home of the movie Valley Girl and Valley Girls themselves. The concept, yeah, <laughs> the the concept spawned in a basement, uh, probably not far from you. Then that's right. Just over I, Laurel Canyon's right behind me. That's where the Zappas lived. No kidding, no um, kidding. I've always wanted to go to that Zappa house, but they all oh, moved man. out. Now, I think. <laughs> yeah, they all moved out. And now, isn't it Lady Gaga? Didn't I read that? Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Now, now she Seriously? records. Yeah, she records in the home studio. Isn't that amazing? Now, Rich, not to digress too much. I know we have a lot of business to get to. Uh, on the top of Laurel Canyon is an yeah. old mi military base. That's yeah. where Stephen Still's dad worked. And, you uh -huh. know. The CIA filmed a lot of their propaganda films there. It was a it was a military oh, it was a military film studio, and yeah. um, 
you know who lives there now is uh, 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 uh what's his name singer of 30 seconds from mars that weirdo that guy oh god you know oh, who i'm god. talking about <laughs> yeah yeah i do i don't know the guy's name but uh, i know it's jordan catalano from my so-called life oh that damn guy. damn that yeah, guy that yeah. guy wow yeah <laughs> that's great that you know him as jordan catalano from my i know how come i can't remember his real name oh whatever well it's fine it's fine it's fine well god bless you and you're just back from a tour tell us all about it warts and all we want the warts we're looking okay for warts. yeah no uh you know i i try i don't have a booking manager mm -hmm. i'm all i'm all on my own i'm diy diy as can be there um, you go. no Respect. one wants to, no one wants to sign me and it's not like i make a lot of music anyway because yeah. i take a long time to make music at home well I, that's what i mostly do is, is do stuff at the home studio okay. but i i'm kind of you know yeah. i'm not a quick worker and um i i work great in a studio Mm -hmm. But it's expensive studio time, you know, so. OK, OK. So uh, I'm mostly a live act. And and uh, okay. and, and okay. so I, I, I do try to get around as much as possible playing live. So mm -hmm. a couple of times a year, I'll book myself, you know, up and down the West Coast and, and oh. if any, anywhere else if possible. So I was touring uh, with. That's so uh, cool. I was yeah, I was playing with the guy who's on like an 80 date tour or something like that. Darren mm -hmm. Keene, who's known as Problems. Um, mm -hmm. Weird dance, weird dance music. He's amazing. He used to be called The Show is the Rainbow. His problems is his new project, but we we played with a lot of great acts in the up and down the West Coast, and um, it was good. It was actually artistically fulfilling, and uh, I came back in the black, if you could believe it. So that means that means you lost <laughs> money, or no? In no, the red, in the red, in the red is lost lost money. I never know. Okay, okay, okay. In the black means you made money. I may well, yeah. I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. I, I, right so i mean it was it was pretty much a success um it's really yeah. hot here sorry you could tell yeah, me. hey it's uh, hot here respect respect <laughs> cool but i got to play with some great acts like uh out of oakland i played yeah. with diesel dudes who are amazing oh, everyone's yeah. got to check out diesel dudes here in la I, I got to play with someone you're probably familiar with major entertainer mike yeah uh, yeah yes yes who is yes. who is one of my weirdo heroes a, a and canadian and i a canadian icon that's amazing right formerly of daiquiri there you go. nick's old band so yeah there's there, a you there, there. there you go They're dropping, <laughs> dropping old old school tom, tom green uh that's great that's exciting uh so but yeah so, so things are things are good right now um post tour decompressing yeah. trying to get back yeah. to normal life you know yeah yeah great 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 and that's so admirable that you're doing that and it's done on the DIY front. Welcome to Industry Tactics, Chalky. Thank you for having me. What a great podcast. It's an honor for me to be talking to you, Friendly Rich. Uh, this is a really cool podcast. I've been listening to it a that lot. Was the, uh, that was the preamble. That was the preamble. And we're yeah. honored to have you on. I mean, we, we, we talked to a lot of kind of outsider uh creatives you know and you're you're you, you exude that you you embrace oh, that you know um um getting in the van and just doing the thing um everyone says the music industry is broken good <laughs> right i mean yeah i don't know i just made that up but i think that's kind of good it's healthy in a, in some ways i won't lie in other ways it's kind of disturbingly weird uh, the the obvious fronts that people complain about are 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 we could we could spend some time if you want whinging about it but i think in a way good that it's finding new paths to creative people you seem to do a really good job of um remaining creative in a in in a, what i imagine for all of us is a difficult um world to remain creative in 
You know, I think you do a good yeah. job of, of doing the things. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Your relationship with the music industry and how you keep existing in it? Yeah, I, mean, I guess it kind of, my instinct is to just, you know, it, it all comes back from growing up in L.A., but growing up kind of poor in L.A., mm. where, you know, but you are you go to school with celeb kids and you're in, you play music, so you're playing music with, you know, kids of famous music producers. And I'll tell you about my dad as a musician. And uh, yeah, yeah. he was, he was, uh, he was I saw your Instagram with the oh. Tina Turner connection. That was pretty, right. Yeah. Well, was he, nice. yeah, he, he was, you know, there was, there were scenes out here in the sixties. There was their little Canyon scene, which was more the successful people, you know, the doors, oh. Crosby, Stills and Nash, Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Valley scene. That's mm-hmm. where I'm from. That was more like garage Rocky mm-hmm. and, uh, and Sunset Strip kind of is where everyone met. My dad was in a band called The Leaves from the Valley. They had a, they were the first band to have a hit with Hey Joe, mm. and uh, he was in some other bands after that. And he always played music. But by the time I was born, he was not playing. He never made music money playing music. You know, mm. um, we lived on a street where it was like kind of like C D level. We weren't in the hills. We were in the flats. We were so <laughs> <laughs> like um, so we had a little tiny house in the valley and then next to us was the bass player from iron butterfly Mm. across the street from us was the guy that rode ride captain ride you know and like it was those people no one famous but they were in bands who they did a tour got an album release where they were able to buy a car and a house right okay those days are definitely over now you can you can't buy a house Yeah. yeah at all and yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah man uh yeah. so things are things are way different that way i think yeah. you you actually used to be able to have have a, a real living even right. if you were just a shitty bass right. player in a kind of touring rock and roll band you know yeah. Yeah. and that was that's nice i wish life was like that yeah. but also yeah though it's mostly older musicians that complain right um the young people seem to have figured it out they figured out how to use social media to their advantage they're not so stuck in certain types of genre. Like you and I yeah. probably are like, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to listen to new music, you know, and I know yeah. I try not to do, yeah, try not to be like that, but it's just, hard. I listen yeah. to the same shit from the seventies and eighties. Yeah. 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 Kids, kids, it kids are, yeah, go ahead. It, it is tough to stay kind of sharp just with all of it. Like your practice, your, your musicianship, uh, the way you take it all in the new music. I, I hear you on that front. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's when you're an old dude, you're kind of mm-hmm. stuck in your way. It's like a bat. It's like a, it's a bug in our system of. So, so how do you use music nerds? Do you, do you, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember seeing like, you brought up Zappa earlier and I remember seeing like footage of like him in that basement at wherever near you, I guess. Uh, and, and he would bring musicians in from all over the world to do these. I guess it was closer to the end of his life. So he wasn't young. Mind you, he died young. So he was young. Come to think of it. But uh, yeah, he's bringing all these musicians from all over the world just to you could see that hunger of like wanting to take in new music and just experience and and see it intersect with other you know musicians from around the world really or like pr- prince every year yes 10 proteges you know he discovered lizzo he discovered janelle monet you know like 
Like they before they ever got record deals, they worked. Is that them. right? I didn't I didn't realize that that he had he had he was kind of supporting artists like 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 that in that way. I, can you talk about that a little more? I don't sure, I don't, sure. Uh Lizzo, you know, yeah. who is probably one of the biggest stars now in the world, mm-hmm. um, worked with Prince because he saw her cool. on local news. Like the local Minneapolis news did a story on an all-girl band, and he said, Whoa, I want to work with them. Brought them oh. in. To Paisley oh. Park, you know, because he wants to support the local Minneapolis black That's music amazing. scene. And uh That's amazing. Took to her because he's like, Whoa, this woman is special. This yeah. I got it. So yeah. they recorded some songs together. She went on oh. to become Lizzo, you know. Oh, um, I did not know that. That's a beautiful story. Yeah, but and there's like footage of them together working. Uh Janelle Monet and him worked when really early on. He just he's he was good at seeing stuff yeah. in young young people yeah. and always always wanted to. That. And like after he passed away, there was all these philanthropic, uh, oh. not the right road, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and musical and social endeavors that he was just giving tons of money to. Wow. He, he was like very quietly, quietly, wow. yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So that's cool. Like he always had the hunger, still, like you said. I don't know. I think you, I think, uh, I think you got to work at that. It's a very good point. I don't think that comes naturally for for many of us but um i think it's so yeah. important so crucial to just take in new new stuff make new connections all of it right just to stay kind of keep I, that you, garden you, kind of fertile right you definitely have to make an effort to do so and i am yeah. doing that now i'm you know yeah. trying to go to shows yes often, often for of people that i just see a lot of flyers for <laughs> i'm like oh these guys are doing really well yeah. i want to see what the hype is and it's yeah. younger acts and i'm i'm always blown i'm co- consistently blown away yeah. by the, the music that young people are putting together and the influences they're they're throwing together and stuff That's and cool. and uh yeah people young people are really uh, good at music and they're figuring out the new world of it whereas like, i love this probably guys my age are like well it's over i'm just gonna keep playing bars uh, you know yeah. for the rest of my life and yeah yeah oh. trying i'm trying to make oh. a couple drink tickets and oh. gas money <laughs> oh. but that's I don't mean to be depressing. That's the thrill. No, no. I, I love that life. That's a thrill for sure. me. You know what I mean? I'm sure, happy sure. to do that. <laughs> sure, sure. I, okay, okay. Well, well put. But I, I do like the. I'm more excited by the 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 first the first part of that, which is like how cool to go out and experience new ways of doing it. Um, getting out yeah. of your comfort, getting out of your comfort zone, uh, kind of pushing yourself into into some of these new directions. Um. I don't know what I usually ask kind of kind of like what what this is my last question for people. I guess we're done like 15 minute interview, but I usually ask people like what I'm kidding. What 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 do you recommend to to a younger generation of like anyone who's coming up? Or are they recommending to you? Are they giving you more advice these days? It sounds like. But like I would ask that question at the end is like. What do you recommend in terms of like what you've learned along the way? I, I do want to kind of extract that from you, that you're the wisdom, you know, you've got that gaming. It's going to come through loud and clear through that gaming microphone. <laughs> a couple things. It is de- definitely, I don't want to say transactional, but circular, the learning, right? Okay. So if there's one thing I could always tell people that are right, learning how to write songs or, you know, pushing something is, uh, yeah, you know, copy what you love, definitely, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. bre- break it, break, like have, don't stick to verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo out, really mm-hmm. just try to break the formula and don't even have a formula. Just like get that mm-hmm. out of your mind. I think that is always very exciting. Um, and 
another thing I would say, and I've kind of learned this from them, is make music however you can and don't worry about it. Don't worry about having lots of gear, spending on mm. money on the best gear. Uh, lim- mm-hmm. Being limited usually um, has better results than having unlimited resources. That's what yep. I think. And yep. um, I'll tell you, Family Rich, when I was coming up um, mm-hmm. in the IDM scene, which was like the post-Apex Twin stuff, we're like, oh, my God, we can make crazy music on our computers by ourselves. Mm-hmm. That was when I first started the Chalky thing. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was very looked down upon to play micro corgs with presets and use samplers as your backing tracks. Everything mm-hmm. had to be live. It was, mm-hmm. it was very, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't a good, it was looked upon. Now these kids are using the sampler to play their yeah. whole track and they're playing micro chords yeah. and they're, yeah. doing, and they're using presets and it sounds great. And I'm like, what was there? What was the big fuss about everything? So I yeah. say, you use, use yeah. whatever your makes you happy. There you go. Great <laughs> words, words to live by. Um, I love that. I love that. I also really dig the, uh, the idea of just using what the hell you have at your disposal to kind of stay, stay in it and, and express yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I, I hear that in your music. I hear that in your music. I, I see like, <laughs> thank you. You know, it, it's, it's very DIY in a, in a great way that, that excites me. And I, you know, yeah. Um, is it lonely being a one man band? You play with others. You play with others. But I mostly, the mo- my main thing is the one man band and it yeah. is lonely. It is lonely. Yes. But it's, you have to be very comfortable with that loneliness and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I take inspiration from these other guys who I see they live this life on the road just by themselves. They don't have a merch person. They, wow. You know, wow. I, I'm thinking guys like um, there's this guy I play with named Bob Log the third, uh, a guitar player who's just always by himself. Bob uh, Log. Bob Log. Yeah. Great um, name. Great name. Bob Log the third. I'm looking him up oh, as we speak. Oh, Rich, look at this guy. The way he plays guitar. I, t- okay. I, t- I tore with this guy sometimes named awesome. J-Bot. J-Bot, who okay. his, ba- his band is called Captured by Robots. It's all oh, robots. Sh- he, he came yeah. through my hometown, man. Okay, yeah. He, he, that's his, his, him, him and his robots in that van yeah. on yeah. the road. Yeah. And uh, yeah, see, but that's, <laughs> that's the universe that it could be. Captured by Robots ain't lonely, man. That's. No, he is. That's, that's <laughs> I know, a whole family. I know because he's texting me right now saying I'm yeah. lonely on the road. Oh, Chucky. Sick, no, I'm just sick, kidding. Sick, sick. <laughs> but we yeah, have each other. You know, yeah, go man. ahead. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. It's community, however you define it. It doesn't mean that you all need to play on stage together. But I mean, the loneliness of being on stage on your own is a is a is a whole other vein, right? It's a whole yeah. other uh way of doing it. I've not done enough of it, but when I have, it's it's very it's just very different because you don't have all that soup, right? All that all those people to kind of bounce ideas off of. So yeah. Apart from the audience, uh, you know, which is which is a, a a member of the band, I guess, when you when you're but but the one man band thing is like you've got it. You've definitely honed your thing. Um, how, Did that take how did how how did that come to be that? Um, I, I was playing in metal and punk bands for years and years, not awesome. doing not doing the solo thing. And mm-hmm. I wasn't happy, really. I was like, why okay. am I doing this? OK, so. uh I sat down and, and meditated on it and said, what will make me happy? What's my true favorite music? And I've always been a lover of P-Funk and Zapp and Roger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by mm-hmm. just like being connected to that, like stuff like 
Fishbone and Oingo Boingo yes. and, and stuff. And so I love yeah. new wave, new wave synth okay. stuff and, 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 wow. Wow. and human league soft cell um, and that stuff. So that all that stuff is what was in my heart. And I'm like, Oh, well, yeah. I'm just going to like lean into that. And so I made a rule to have no laptops, just all hardware. Okay. So once, rule. and I wanted to have a vocoder like Roger Troutman. So I figured out how to do that. So I said, okay, well now I have this in the sampler or and the key synthesizer i need to mm -hmm. i need to play the tracks into my, my drum machine somehow so figure mm -hmm. that out and it just once you just have a vision of what you want to look like up there and what you want to sound like i think it, you figure out how to put the puzzle pieces together the vision is the most important part though you know what i mean what a beautiful i just heard that as like the little beautiful nugget in this podcast chalky oh. Chalky laying down the law here with us on industry tactics. We are blessed to be connecting with uh, with a, a true weirdo in the best way. Thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. I will say this, Rich. Yeah. Playing with the band is so fulfilling yeah. and, and bouncing off people. And it's 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 a, it's two totally different things that I don't know if I could just do one forever. Right. Okay. Um, and I think things always sound better with live drums, no matter what. Yeah. 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 Amen. <laughs> Hard stop on that, on that statement. But yeah, I mean, I mean, but you're in a groove. How long have you been doing it in the way that uh, I've been, I have not seen you live, but I've been seeing you do this for, it's, it's been a while, right? I put a lot of videos. Yeah. So let me say, I think I'm on, um, <laughs> I think I'm on year five of Chalky Mark. Okay. This okay. is year five. Yeah. What is, I really, what is it? I really, is I got to put out a new album. I'm working on it. Okay. I swear okay. To God, okay. The last, it. the last record you put out was. It was called, it was a the four water. song, the four song EP called the water out of a label mm -hmm. in Germany called who could you trust? Um, mm -hmm. And I got to, so that was, that was a cool thing because it was like, I made the tracks at home mm -hmm. and then brought them in to the, the studio Oh, and wow. sweetened them up with Great. live live drums and like played stuff over yeah. it so yeah. that was yeah. nice i got yeah. to I, I, it's it's if you don't again i mean i know i said you don't need all the best gear but sometimes you oh need yeah no <laughs> hey, there's many many ways there's many paths to the thing and creativity and some of them involve the most lo-fi i think setup mixed even with with that high five i don't know it's it's yeah there there's many ways to get there and it's it's fun it's great what an opportunity to get to it's always a gift of a day to go into a studio right and and yeah augment your gear and just and and still but still have your voice coming through it all and not yeah. not only your your voice but your your musical voice your ideas and it's, it's so important beautiful. to collaborate with someone that gets you right. That's like, so there you go. Too. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So where was that studio that you did the water? Was it in Germany or in LA? No, that was in San Francisco. It was, oh. it was called L studio. It's run by Phil Manley of Trans Am. Oh, uh, so sick. it's got all the, all the Trans Am gear in there. Whoa. So I got to mess with that. Oh, stuff and had that. Yeah. Man. That was really great. Uh, I had the guitar player of Chicago. I Come on. The, <laughs> yeah, 80s Peter Satir Chicago because he's a family friend. And um okay. I, I, I okay. cashed in that I cashed in that chip. I'm like, hey, can you put you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um you so uh try to get some try to get some other pl players to add flavor to it. Sorry, go ahead. Wow, no, no, that's beautiful. Sorry, that was me cutting you off real good. Um what I I'm interested in your in your father. You 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 kind of mentioned him in in passing earlier. 
Uh, is he still with us? He's still with us. He doesn't play music anymore, okay. but um, he's still he could still sing well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, what did he I mean, you just mentioned growing up with all of this. It sounded like the scene was around you when you opened your door to leave. There was always. Yeah, it was it was it was it was like a scene of like, like I said, it wasn't like the big the big stars of rock and roll, but there was always rock and roll shadows. Yeah, yeah. And there was always jam sessions at the house. And my dad, by the time I was born, like I said, my dad wasn't in the business anymore, but he was still playing at blues night at the bar or he had a you know, regular gig at like the Hilton and shit like awesome, that. Awesome. Um, and, awesome. and he had good, and he was considered like a good player, you know? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, in the, so he was in the leaves in the sixties. He then, uh, the leaves broke up and became a power trio on, oh, um, you have my attention. Yeah. They're heavy, heavy, heavy proto metal called the hook. And they're, that shit's good. That shit's really good. They were on an episode of Ironsides because they were on Uni Records, Universal Records. Wow. Um, so they were on TV. They got. They had a. I don't know if you ever see like, whenever Universal or, or the big record labels had a big ad campaign for albums, they they would put their billboard right on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. By the Chateau Marmont. And sometimes there's picture. There's like picture. Famous picture. Jimmy Page in front of the houses uh-huh. of Holy billboard, uh-huh. like stuff like that. He, they uh-huh. had one. They had one of those billboards on Sunset Sick. Boulevard. Sick. And it never it never broke that um those two albums by the hook. But now they're coveted by like garage rockers and stuff. Really? You know what I mean? Really? And D- D- DJs and stuff like that. Yeah. How how lovely. So it, it, it how came lovely. around. It came around eventually. Um, he was in the Spencer Davis group after Stevie Winwood left. Whoa. He took he took over his vocals, and you can see him on the Midnight Special on YouTube. If you look oh, yeah? up Spencer Davis Group, yeah. And okay. then after okay. that, I mean, it kind of became the fucking cocaine eighties. Everyone was a businessman, no, you know, and yeah, he yeah. became a telemarketer and didn't oh, even. And the, and the rest is history. Didn't yeah. even try anymore. But wow, really? There were there was always basses and guitars around, drum machines around the house, and stuff like that. You know. Wow! Wow! Was he? Um... The four track. We had a four track that I yeah? learned really early. Yeah. 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 Was he supportive of your musical endeavors as you started coming up and figuring it out? Not supportive, but didn't care to not be supportive. Kind of that thing. It's like, whatever, let, let Chucky do whatever the fuck he wants. But yeah. Yeah. he let all the friends come over and jam, which that's super supportive. Yeah. And that wouldn't have, yeah. I wouldn't have done anything if, if he would have said, no, you can't play drums in here or something like that. You know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, so he, how was, was that? So so like I don't know. This is like therapy for me. I guess yes, he was. Yeah, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. In a in a in a. Wow. You went. You went. You went. Full he never came. I had a breakthrough right now. He never came to my shows. And still, no, no. Still this day, he goes like, "So what do you do?" I'm like, uh, "I'm a fucking solo guy. Where are you at? Uh, yeah. Who? What band are you playing with?" I, well, I have a question for you. What? How many people are in your ensemble usually, or is it a revolving door? It, 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 it could go solo all the way it's the fibonacci series baby it it, mm-hmm. it it changes yeah yeah i mean usually it's about six or seven but yeah yeah it changes cool. it changes it changes based on the moon i think i i really have no uh control over it which is kind of nice that's cool yeah. um but i don't do the i don't do what you do i don't do the. i don't have like a you know, lately I've been messing with uh, an Ableton setup that gets me a little more in a, I, I, the, the solo show is like 
kind of challenging for me. It's challenging. I mean, it's doesn't always hit when yeah. it hits. It, yeah. it hits. It hits good. Yeah. Every crowd's yeah. different. I'll say, yeah. Yeah, one out sure. of every five shows for me is uh, a disaster. But that's okay. part. Of, that's part of it. Part and of I, it. It's certainly part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and it's, it's. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind. You know, I don't let it. Me neither. Me neither. I, I, I use it. I use it. it. Yeah, I, use I enjoy it. it. Yeah, I had a really. Uh, it's funny, man. I just had a really kind of not terrible show, but not the best one I've ever done. You know, it was kind of lackluster. I got the hell out of Dodge right after it was done. I was just like, <laughs> okay, all right, that's what happened. I'm gonna move away from this space immediately. You know, like it's just a series of bad events, and it led up to you know. That being said, I've always wanted to be the kind of musician that was like, okay, a, a bad show for me is still enjoyable to most. And they may, I don't want even an audience to pick up on what a bad show looks like. I think that's, if you're doing it right, then that's the level you want to try to get your, your work up to. I, I don't know. I don't know if I achieved that. I think people could really sense it in me, you know? Yeah. That I wasn't having a good, a great time, you know? There's a difference between I don't like this and uh -huh. This is a bad, bad, this guy doesn't have talent, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. could like, we could like yeah. a, That's we, nice could, we could not like a guy who's obviously very talented or a gal that, or whoever yeah. that doesn't, that isn't very talented, right? Yeah. Like, or yeah. is very talented. Like I yeah. see, I see super talented people every week when I go to the farmer's uh -huh. market playing music, uh -huh. but I'm not, uh -huh. I'm not, I'm not, they're not catching, grabbing my attention. You right, know what I mean? right, so, yeah. right. What so, is it know. about that? It's like, it's <laughs> not know. all. Well, it's, it is the lesson. I, I've interviewed so many interesting musicians on this podcast. It is one of the lessons I take, which is like, it ain't all about chops. A lot of it is like, I'm not saying don't, don't go. We, we all have our music educations. We, right. We, we've all taken it in, but in whatever way possible, but it ain't all about that. Right. It's, it can't be, it's like, otherwise you're right. Like, it would just be a more formulaic kind of approach to the thing. Um, it's it's hard. That's hard to quantify, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I I, I kind of cheat it because mm -hmm. I do stuff that's funny, and mm -hmm. and I kind of cheat stuff that's like that's odd. That's like funky is kind of a shortcut because funky mm -hmm. you're gonna make people dance, and if the yeah. beat's heavy enough and the bass lines cool enough then people yeah. are going to dance no matter what and that's yeah. half half the battle right that's but a good one. Yeah. i think about like you know a genre like harsh noise where it's mostly one solo person doing right. it and that's that's right. crazy that's crazy to win an audience like that i think you know that'd be True. much scary but True. i i, I kind of cheated by having jokes and sound yeah. effects and having a cape yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But sometimes you're there and you have your stupid cape and your stupid slap bass and people are just staring at you and not moving at all. So, yeah, <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a Toronto crowd, perhaps. Oh, um, really? Well, sometimes it's hit and miss. I, are you um, how do you engage with humor in your in your work? Do you just you, you embrace it and not care or do do you find it? Um, it's risky business because. People may not business. take it seriously. People are very serious in music. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think about it much. I do what comes naturally. It has to okay. be, I guess it's very organic, Good. organic. Yeah. And it, it and, and sometimes I do, pe do people laugh sometimes? Yeah, people laugh every yeah. time, Rich. Yeah. I'm funny yeah. every time. Right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's reading a room. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. having a bag of tricks and seeing 
seeing what will work with these people and and stuff like that you know um and yeah. they're again just yeah. like yeah. stupid stand-up which is kind of mm-hmm. you know there's there's cheats like you can talk yeah. about the local stuff yeah. around the town which is yeah. a, a way to win over kind yeah. of and yeah and, yeah and it doesn't always work but um I yeah. don't think about it too much. I I I want to have a good time. I want people yeah. to walk yeah. away going like, "Whoa, that was weird, man!" And I feel weird and laughed and <laughs> cried and, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how nice. I. So I I, I got to have the laughter with the cries too. Nice, nice. But how do you approach it? Uh, <laughs> your, uh, your music. Your, your I mean, your music is so varied. But I would say that you have a whimsy to it that sure. you don't. You don't even I, use I, words to to convey humor it's just i can art. definitely I, can, I definitely feel people laugh sometimes a lot of the times uh, but it's not um and i don't resent it i know it's part of what i do i, I don't come at it from a, a comedic standpoint though uh, yeah i don't either it, but if it makes people laugh great you know i'm not i don't i don't resent it i don't get mad at it i don't i don't i'm not looking to be taken seriously i don't i don't even i'm not even looking to be taken I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking to to connect with an audience, right? So anyway, yeah. yeah well, yeah. what connects with me is it always goes back to P Funk, which oh yeah was super heavy, heavy concept, but yeah. also yeah. like yeah, fucking the fucking dog is chasing the cat, and the man won't dance unless he gets shot with the gun, you know, which is all yeah. funny, funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. there's jo- there's jokes and puns and references to commercials and P Funk and yeah, and I guess it yeah. all comes back to that for, for me when it comes to you can be heavy heavy conceptually and yeah. de- deliver it with uh, puns and jokes and stupid wordplay and stuff. I love it. You know? I love yeah. it. You have so many um, interesting creative people in your universe. You have. Um, I saw you. Did you share a stage with Fishbone? Is that right? Yeah, they. I, I've weaseled my way to do that though because I'm such a huge fan. Great. Um, yeah, I've been like that's. They're one of the Come first on. bands I ever, you know, just followed as a kid. Like, I I saw them at the age of thirteen, and it was so. Oh my god! It was like a life changing thing, and I still feel that when I go Man. see them. And there's no, there's not many bands yeah. that make me. F- feel a, really alive you know prince used to do it yeah <laughs> and um yeah that band Holy i shit, used to though. i yeah. used to say prince I, my life was just waiting for the next prince show it was my whole oh. life but yeah but fish one's one of those bands who still yeah those those songs and the, that those players make me feel something so i oh, I, wow. I i try to open up for them when i can and now i have a good kind of a good resume and i i know how to write a good pitch to promoters and that's wow. a, that's a big part of it right there too you know great great good um what can you in 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 part on our listeners who want to get like i listen it's called in the industry tactics but i'm making yeah. fun of it i don't really i know i still want to help i still want to help though. but it is in in all sincerity <laughs> though i meet i do too i do too I, I as much as i am making fun we talked about that humor thing a minute ago uh, what what can you impart you just mentioned like a pitch package you know how to you don't have a booking agent it's all like not that you would resent one if you had one i'm sure you'd love one please i'm begging like <laughs> yes yes yes, yes. Um, um all right this is what you do it's easy if you're if you're if you're a kid if you're a kid if you're a kid or an old man like me or <laughs> or or and you're just you want to play a place or you want to play with someone. Go. This is what you do. You write a beautiful email. 
you were you 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 use the most lovely nice sweet language because you want to be nice to people you want to be and so yeah, right yeah. right in the subject you say here's my act this is the kind of music i am here's yeah. what date i want to play okay in there you write what you you say hi you write what you do yeah if, not, if you have rocket science is it if you have a resume yeah i i have bullet points i say here's yeah. some bullet points boom yeah. Yeah. I opened up for these bands. Boom. Yeah. Here's a video of me on YouTube doing yeah. this show. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here is yeah. my band camp. Here's my Instagram. I have this yeah. many followers. Yeah. Here's also very important. I could bring in this many people and don't bullshit. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Say like, hey, I could bring in probably five to 10 people. But if I have the right lineup, I could bring 30 to 40 people. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll say, okay, well, that's not a lot, but we could put you in on a Wednesday night. And yeah. then but you just just be in communication and you're not you're not going to get responses from everybody, but people who will read your thing and appreciate yeah. that you reached out in a nice way will give you a shot. And then you from there, you get better shots. And from there, you get better shots. Damn, man. I just uh, <laughs> I just remember. And that's now. the industry tactic. Sorry, go ahead, dude. I just remembered now it's it's 40 minutes into the interview. And I just remembered now um, I'm trying not to swear on the podcast because it's syndicated in on in on on CFRU. Shout out to our our uh, radio uh, syndicator CFRU out in Guelph, a beautiful college radio station. Nice. But I've probably been I probably have I been swearing? No, I did like twice. All right, I will bleep you out, man. Bleep me respect. out, yeah. But but um, that's now great. <laughs> that's great advice. And you know what? All of it sounded completely logical, like. But the one thing in the foreground that stuck that stood out for me that's uh, uh, kind of permeated through the forty minutes is you're 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 nice. That uh, isn't that isn't. I mean, I'm sure we all have our dark sides, and there's like, hey, why won't you? Uh, why won't you give me a Thursday night? I've been playing your place for how long now, or whatnot? What there's a there's a hundred ways to be mean, but you kind of got to be nice. You can't be. No one wants to work with like uh, someone who's bitter or grudgy or any of that, right? There's no room. No, for no room. Well, I, there, I don't think you. I don't know because so, maybe that's what it takes to be really successful in the business, right? Is the willingness to step on people and be a legendary, oh, like a think? like a like a Mike Love style legendary a hole. Do you think is that? I don't know. That, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. But people, I don't. I don't know. You seem to be doing all right on your terms. Like I'm not. I, I'm not doing that great. But people I look up to. And why not I, be nice and and be chalky? Why not well, be nice I, and be I, the I love, artist? Yeah, I love being nice. I love showing yeah. up early, early or on time. I love show up early on time. Great. Be sweet with the crew and and yeah. and and there's and the other bands and and it's just fun. It yeah. makes things nice. And yeah. pe people who I am surrounded by who are more successful than me, I'll name drop right now. I'll say like um, mm -hmm. Shannon Shaw of Shannon the Clams is my friend and is okay. so gen generous and mm -hmm. sweet mm -hmm. and 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 loving and mm -hmm. it emanates love. And it, I, 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 I like to be like that. I uh, play a lot with Robert Lopez, who is Elvis, the Mexican Elvis. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah who is, he was that. here. Yeah. He was here last night. Uh, we watched the new Little Richard documentary. Oh, no and, way. Um, <laughs> oh, that's amazing, amazing, amazing. And he's a very generous, good soul. Yeah. And hardworking, yeah. hardworking soul who um, great, has always, always has notes and wants to talk to you about your music. Um, when I do, I do the Mosswood Meltdown in Oakland. John Waters always hosts. And I saw that. I mean, he, unreal, I'm, unreal. He, 
he emanates so much love and generosity around him and you know is is always so nice to the people who come up and say hi yeah. and yeah. and just will talk to you and like it's such a what a difference that makes right when someone yeah. is yeah is, yeah. is nice <laughs> it really are, aren't, aren't you excited aren't you excited by all of these amazing creative people in your universe like isn't that doesn't that I don't know. Yeah, and you're in it. You're in the room. You're doing these things, and there are yeah. multiple callbacks. That means you're doing it right. You know, in my thank opinion. you, thank you. That ma- that means a lot. I I think um, I you know, it's it, yeah, it's amazing. It's I'm a, such a fan of yeah, yeah, of stuff. So yes. it's 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 cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. a fan of yes. Yes is a great band. I'm a fan. <laughs> of <yes. laughs> Absolutely, you are. Um. <laughs> Um, and you, and you must, as a bass player, love the Getty Lee. I mean, we don't even need to talk about that, do we? Should we? I don't know if I should with the Kenny. Yeah, I love him as a bass player. I love all. I love all the guys in Rush. I love them of as people. I love. I. But they. I'll tell you, they've been hard for me to connect with. Yeah. Musically, I got. I, oh, okay. I, I've yeah. never been. Well, yeah. Yeah. The most. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I get you. My my hierarchy goes probably. Crimson Genesis, yes, Rush on the prog list. That's my prog list. Yeah. Okay. And and what about um, the hook? The, is that considered prog? That's not prog. No, they were like uh, heavy blues or like blue cheer or something, you know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Quicksilver messenger service. Well, it, it sounds like you, and, and is that part of your music education? Like uh, growing up just with your dad in the house doing the thing or do you how do you formally start learning your instrument and finding your 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 musical voice like where does that come from good question wow i never really thought about that but yeah he was always just playing blues all the time okay and wow. made me it made, you, that's it i made me but it made me hate and now i get the blues now that i have the yeah. blues i'm old yeah yeah but yeah. it took me many years. I always hated Boogie Woogie Blues. This is my dad's yeah. music, you know? Okay, 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 okay. But I learned how to play bass like probably most people my age uh, on Metallica songs. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. I had yeah. a I, I had a 12-piece funk band in oh high God. school in high school called Booty Rumplicious. <laughs> and we would try to be like P-Funk and we'd hold up the signs and be in our underwear and stuff. But Amazing. It sounds wild. I thought that that's all it took was you had to have a bunch of people on stage. I didn't realize and underwear. That Get in your underwear. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't love it. <laughs> I didn't realize you had to really like yeah. be on, be tight, yeah. you know. Wear a diaper. It's funky. It's funky. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. automatically funky. You know, so it was just like four <laughs> guitar players, two bass players. It's like it was so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The talent show. <laughs> but but so what you 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 obviously worked at it at some point to get the, the get it in you. I, I, did that just come naturally just through doing it and doing it and doing it or what like yeah i i did i eventually joined a band um where we had where we had practice twice a week we started playing around town and and um getting a following and it was you know it was in the days of uh i don't know late 1990s early 2000s where like sublime and 311 and yeah new metal was happening so we were like metal funk reggae whatever so i was able to learn a lot of those styles and math them because i'd play all the right. time and then practice right. with, with my friends all the time and that's what it was it was just playing all the time and practicing all the time i guess it's that uh stupid getting your ten thousand hours of something in yeah. um Truly because now stupid. now it's just like second yeah 
plant nature to me and it's like breathing yeah. like if like okay well we yeah well well we got to play something in this style so we do it like this you know um isn't it fun to lean on your experience and just go yeah like i can do that i can wait when you're in like a new what feel what could feel like i i uh a next level kind of thing you just go like well wait a minute i've got all these years of experience in doing it in so many different ways that i'm gonna it does I'm it, be okay you know? i'm definitely not the best at it but it does definitely feel good to have some sort of reference point that you can call upon at any time yeah uh, but i'm like I, you know i'm that's the only thing i'm good at in life okay that? But, that, <laughs> but, that, but that being said let's get into a little bit without dwelling on it too much any regrets from your education any things that you're just like oh fuck, i wish i could do this better or yeah I, I, I wish i was better at making electronic music and better at software and stuff yeah. I, and, and synthesis that stuff okay. eludes me and um i see it being a big benefit and getting you know sounds like being better in yeah. the studio being know, knowing how to use a compressor stuff like okay. that i just i wish i was better at um i'm a player and yeah. I, I i always thought i could do it all so i'm figuring out yeah. now that i, I need some help but yeah. speaking of being a player and what we were talking before is mm -hmm. um leaning on when and i want to talk about my bring it to my father for a second nice. when i was a, when i was a kid mm -hmm. my dad never rehearsed right he mm -hmm. would he would always have gigs with people okay. and they'd always just have the set list in the chord charts and show up yeah and they were and they were so they were so good yeah yeah and they were they were playing like crazy mm -hmm. and i'm like how does he do it without ever rehearsing and yeah. still good and they know yeah. where to stop and i just yeah. never understood unreal. that unreal unreal now, yeah. now i can't now i now i could show up to a gig with chord charts and and play yeah, and songs i think i think i finally hit that point in life that's beautiful you know? that's beautiful yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> i mean that's magic and you're you're a funk wizard thank you so are you that's great <laughs> all right <laughs> um you know what what grabbed my eye we're we're winding down here chalky it's been a thrill to speak with you but what grabbed my eye on your social media feed was this like I can't remember. Do you remember? It's It's been bothering me. One of your stories or something was just like you had this. Uh, it was industry related. Uh, forgive me, because this is just like let's get let's let's figure this out. Let's crack not this entertaining. Here. But you were so kind of pissed off at something about the industry that I'm like, you should come on industry tactics. And talk wow. about it. one of the things I've been complaining about, huh? I don't know, yeah. but I'll I'll tell you what really go ahead. Maybe messed this me up something. Yeah, messed me up on this latest tour. Go ahead. That I think it think it's evil and it needs to end. So all you okay. bookers, promoters, club yeah. owners out there, bartenders listening to Friendly Rich's amazing podcast, Industry Tactics, mm -hmm. and if you haven't start listened to these archives, I'm, I've been digging in. It's oh, amazing. amazing archives. Mm -hmm. Um. You, you gotta stop making the touring band finding the local find the local support acts. It doesn't make sense. I so they say, okay. yeah, you could you could have this night, but you need to find two local bands. So you go, you. So go I on. have to like I have to like Google Cleveland, Ohio solo oh. weirdo act, and then like you know wretched, check out wretched. like it's what you guys live there. You guys yeah. have the club. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys have the community of bands that have already played yeah. there. You please throw me a bone for. Like God's sake, do a my... little bit of the lifting other than the lifting of the beer cases to sell to sell liquor. It's just like yeah. it's such a weird vibe with venues and the power, the power dynamic between the venue and the artists, especially if you're a, a touring artist. They 
I resent the the notion that it all needs to be on your back, that you need to carry all the risk as the artist. And when no one shows up, it's all your fault. It's like they, 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 they'll, they'll be the first to celebrate with you when the club is full. But it's just such a weird. So I think like part of my mental like health has just been to separate myself completely, to actually go mad in a sense of like not caring about any of that and it's very liberating to be like yeah oh absolutely absolutely i'm almost uh counter to what you were saying earlier which is being honest about how many people you'll bring sure like yeah i'll bring <laughs> i'll bring four people on a good night on a good night soaking <laughs> wet you know like there it is there's the brutal honesty now what can we still play the gig like i will play my ass off to those four people what else have you got? Like, what, what's your responsibility in it? it they, they wash their hands of all of it and make you do all the heavy lifting, networking in a community that you don't even know. That's so weird. Yeah, I, yeah. that resonates. Thank you. That resonates. Yeah, Thank yeah. I, I agree with your, your uh, thing about, you know, it's liberating. And, and if you're good, you're going to get kicks. That's they it. need to, yeah. And the venues need to, like, need to start carrying a lot more of that risk, I think. Uh, yeah, but also it's a really risky business. <laughs> or, or yes, exactly. Well, there you go. There but you listen, go. And listen, that's why we're in it. That's listen, why we're the, in the it. places, yeah. the places that are generous with their space and mm -hmm. their community, and say, "Oh, I could throw you on this bill. That would work great." Or, or I think put, you'd go well with the, exactly. Yeah, put yeah. in a little bit, just the tiniest bit of effort. Those are the best venues that people love going you find to your people. again, again. That's yeah. the. Those are the places that make a community. There you go. You know? So yeah. Why do you do it? Why do you make music? Is it like what? What do you love about it? You keep doing it. Uh yeah, I will. It's it's one of the only things on this plant, this godforsaken planet that make me feel anything. <laughs> uh, you know, I, trees in the mountains, sure. Yeah. Film, film, great cinema, sure. But music is the one that hits okay. me the most, and and um, I think I'm I'm okay at it. So I want to I want to keep getting better at it too. Amen. Do you think it's at risk of being like um, of going the way of the dodo or the poet like poetry? No one's poetry's died. Right. No one's there's no poets anymore. Right. They're all gone. There's got to be some out there. There's got to be some out there. Um, there is a little bit of a fight about it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you want to you look at one one person can come out here and funk up a whole room. There is that challenge involved that that's really does keep me going like oh yeah you think i can't do this watch yeah. me mf -er. there you go no. there you go you're, you're staunch you're but it, that, that's a, that's such a selfish ego thing to want i was gonna to say think, is that also a form of is that also a form of mental illness right is absolutely like, no, like yeah, yeah yeah like oh i'm i'm so downtrodden i need to fight yeah. against the the yeah. funk you know get bring the funk to the universe but um I do feel hey. like that. I, I am bringing the funk to the universe. Yeah, that's that's the life goal, <laughs> baby. Don't stop. Don't stop. Okay. Um, well, this has been a damn joy, an absolute pleasure. What what? Where can people learn more about your work? What, what's the best portal? Uh, uh, Instagram is where I'll be dropping all my latest appearances, okay. and I have a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, and uh, Bandcamp is where you could hear some of the records, and I'll have new stuff coming out soon. And I have a movie podcast, like Come every on. like every person does in Los Angeles, called Old Movies for Young Stoners. 
and you should yeah. uh, check that out too. So that's that's everything for me. Oh, that's beautiful. Chalky Funk Wizard on Instagram. Yeah. Get into it. And we'll link some of that up when we release Thank the you. episode. Um, what what should we play? Let's play a tune on the way out. Uh, why don't you play Get In Line featuring Chris Pinnock from Chicago on lead guitar? <laughs> oh, sick, sick, sick. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here it comes now. Get In Line. This has been an absolute pleasure. I wish you all the best. I wish you the best. And I, I hope to talk to you again and, and hang out in IRL someday. There you go. We'll make it happen. Take good care, man. Thanks. Cool. Thanks. Easily, 
Well, there you have it from his 2020 release, The Water. That was Chucky's Get In Line. And uh, as he recommended, what a, what a joy to speak with Chucky. Just be kind. And as he recommended, get into the archive. Uh, we got many more amazing episodes uh, queued up for you here. It's good to be back uh, and but uh, but look back as well. There are many fine episodes uh, in in this in this podcast archive. It's a true delight to keep it going. Go to friendlyrich.com to learn more about my music, about my uh, my writing and and such. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on industry tactics. Take care, everybody.